0: What's good, family? It's your boy, Just Blaze, host of the best NBA pod in the game, above the rim. Keep it locked each week and join myself and a special guest as we tackle the latest rumblings in the league. If it's happening in the NBA, you know I got you covered. Make sure you subscribe on all platforms and leave that five-star review. Let's get it.
1: Now you just sit at home in your grandma's basement with your drawers on, (laughs) (laughs) typing on your damn keyboard. Shut the hell up. I think a lot of guys talk on TV, um, stand behind a microphone and a TV screen. Fact of the matter is, if if you feel that strongly about something, he's seen me a million times. If he feel that strongly about it, then punch me in my face when you see me. If you're not going to punch me in my face when you see me, then shut up. It's no different than somebody sitting behind a computer screen tweeting, I'll knock you out and you never see him in life. Well, he's seen me a bunch of times and he'll see me again this year. Punch me in the face when you see me or if not, No one cares what you would've done. You old and it is what it is. So, (laughs) you ain't gonna punch me when you see me, then stop talking about it, period. Talk about it.
0: You are now tuned in to Above The Rim. Welcome, welcome, welcome family to another edition of Above The Rim, episode 89. Brought to you as always by your honorable host, it's your boy Justin, A.K. Just Blaze, and of course, once again, another week, another episode, another special guest. You know how we always do. He's been on countless episodes. I'm sure y'all are very familiar. My guy, half of the league office, uh-huh. host of the Gray Area Podcast. Uh-huh. The homie Jav,
1: what's good, brother? The homie Jav is depressed. <laughs> I'm a depressed sports fan. Come on, man. You know, but I'm here above the rim. I did my cat phrases. We 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 gonna see. Maybe I get a layup in. I don't know.
0: It was a rough season
1: for you. It's man. rough, bro. I'm bruised up. <laughs> Got some cracked ribs. It's tough out here, man. Took a stiff arm. Took a stiff arm. Flagrance. It it, it was a lot going on. With you. I went in the audience to fight, lost the fight. <laughs> I'm depressed, bro. <laughs> It was a rough year for you, brother. Uh, free, the most- free the Lakers. Not even free, LeBron. Free the Lakers. Free,
0: free, him, free them from the claws. Oh, my God. Of La Narrative.
1: La Narrative. La
0: Op. Raymond. La, <laughs> Raymond. <laughs> we already all into it, man. Oh but um, as always, family, you can find Above the Rim anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that be iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, yep. YouTube, lineups.com. To get in contact with me or the show, you can always hit me up, follow me on Twitter at justblaze underscore 513. J U S B L A Z E underscore 513. I G is justblaze 513. On Facebook, search above the rim podcast. Email the show as well. You already know above the rim NBA podcast at gmail.com. Call up the Talk About It line if you got any feedback. 908 718 1592. Jaw, my brother. Where can the family find you?
1: you already know it's Chet underscore O'Hara on Twitter Instagram Marlowe um, Facebook Ray Jarvis look me up there I'm always talking sports talking whatever's happening outside you know mm. you know it's all about building a brand letting people know what top, you know, what kind of time you want and just building long story short got to bro. you know shout got out to the Rat to. Roundtable gotta plug that as well we moving on that most definitely make sure y'all go check that out and uh I'm glad
0: you brought up the right round table because I yeah. know you, you, pro- you guys are probably going to speak on it soon, man. But we did, uh, even though this is a basketball, co- b- basketball po- podcast, excuse mm-hmm. me, it's still for the culture. And our culture, we, uh, our culture lost the king recently, man. Yeah. And it was some, our, our condolences go out to this family, Nips, Lauren London and the family, man, we definitely lost somebody great in the rap game and the rap game really lost a king.
1: Yeah, you know the the rap game, and black people. As a whole, you know, seeing one of us doing what we aspire to do—you know—you want to, you want to be great at whatever it is you're gonna do, or at least be successful, be an example, and show people that there's a right way to do everything. Even if he got his hands dirty at some point, he had a plan, and he kind of succeeded at it. So, yes, he was
0: executing the plan.
1: Yeah. So t- to see that loss is like it's a punch in the stomach because we as people, we've been fighting that fight for decades, for decades. centuries, and we've been it. getting punched in the stomach. Every time we take a step back, a second step forward, we take it two steps back. And it's, it's, it's a loss it's, it's really frustrating You know It's a 100%
0: a loss And you don't want this To have any ripple effects Right After this also as well so, Right I mean it's just Unfortunate news And we did lose somebody You know Even though a lot of us Didn't know him personally Exactly We had a feeling like You kind of felt like You knew Nip's a little bit Right You know what I'm saying he was very active in the community And he was trying to make a cultural change as well So
1: with Everything we happen in now with, you know Our country and where we're at Socially, racially What we're trying to do as people activate and elevate see, He was right on time Oh, you yes know? So, like, now to lose that piece, is like, damn, because he was young. It wasn't like it was one of these older dudes telling us what to do. He was of us. He was amongst us. You know what I mean? In the prime. Right, in his prime. So, it's like, you know, we as people, hopefully, we learn from this loss. We don't let it get us down. If anything, let's let's have that activate us more, you know? A hundred percent. Let's all
0: use this, I guess. I mean, I hate to say use this as an example for anything. But in in order for us to come together, sometimes... I guess, unfortunate things happen yeah. and we have to use it as a pillar, I guess, for us to get better and advance more as a community and as a people as a whole. Absolutely. Pretty much so. Um, shout out to Nips, man. For real. Um, but let's put up a shut up time.
1: Oh, yeah. I know why I'm here.
0: <laughs> as the compilation continues, as I've been saying a lot, uh, we had volume one. Yep. Had volume two. Volume trace. Yeah. Now it is volume four, my brother. And um, critically acclaimed.
1: Oh yeah, people feel a way about these pressure cooker numbers. They really get in <laughs> their bag behind these numbers. Like we, like we don't tell the truth.
0: They, they really do You know, this is a lot of. It's a definitely emotional season. Oh comes yeah, after. this is <laughs> like
1: the pre, the prequel to emotional season right here. It really is. You know,
0: we always get a lot of uh, feedback. We yeah. always get a lot of uh, activity when it comes out of these episodes. People think. Some people think we being too harsh. Yeah. People think we hating yeah. You know, we got a lot of a claps. We know? get. We
1: getting projected pressure cookers <laughs> six months out. <laughs> What's the matter with you guys? Very true. Very true.
0: hundred percent. So, um, well, if you didn't know, it's put up a shut up and in, in all the other volumes. in this one in particular, we're going to be going over the main NBA stars in the NBA. So we do want to start the season right before the season for the major stars. And we basically put them in our above the rim pressure cooker, scale of one through five. Seeing what we think, what we expect out of them in the the year coming. And Mm -hmm. now it's right before the playoffs. We always do a recap and see what we expect of some of these stars. And it's crazy because some of these stars are not going to be where we usually have them. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. Where we usually have them. And I have to start here just to start it off because job told us earlier it was one of the most depressing seasons yeah. he's had in a long time. He is a resident Lakers fan. I'm sure everyone knows that. Huh. And um, <clears throat> but Mr. LeBron James, Raymond, as <laughs> you call him, um, his season is over. So he's technically disqualified from put up a shut up because these are for stars that are getting into the playoffs.
1: Imagine that, Josh. Imagine that. that. Raymond. LaFail. LaFail. Oh. I gotta go I gotta go back in the vault because I think I debuted it here. What's that? Teflon Braun. Teflon Braun. Yes, I, <laughs> yes I, you did. I gave him a zero. A zero. And who would have thought that, you know, it would like the only thing that could pierce the Teflon is Los Angeles wow. and them Lakers. Wow.
0: Gosh. You really, you really gave him a, I think you consistently gave him a, a zero, zero. Like... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It was very ridiculous that you gave him a zero. And
1: it would have remained a zero, you know, but it was the way he went out. Mm. The minute he came out with that first wine glass, (laughs) it was really over right there. We didn't know at the time. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know about it at the time, but it was right then and there that we should have known that the season was done. My man popped his groin and came out sipping wine, bro. (laughs) Took 18 games oh. off While gyrating on a bench After dunks and layups Well, oh, I thought your groin Was hurt, bro Man,
0: listen, LeBron It's an all-time mm. Disappointment for me And I usually Am one of The LeBron supporters I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a main LeBron guy But I support him From time to time Because I feel like He just put in the work But True. damn This year A, a disappointment level On a scale of one through five for him It's on a ten for me
1: Damn we doing a disappointment scale
0: Disappointment scale for LeBron And it's it's, it's ridiculous And I was disappointed on him for It's just multiple levels this year Uh. For his His effort Number one I just wasn't feeling his effort for this year As a whole It was very Lackadaisical
1: Un-LeBron-like. Very un-LeBron-like. Very. You know what it is? It's like, as, as a person who's not a LeBron fan, it's like, yeah. You're feeding me You know And really <laughs> oh, it, <laughs> And it's like I'm all above the rim right now And I'm like I'm not trying to be angry anymore But then I start thinking about it And it's like This this guy man Talk about Like it. what's the matter You came here And you sabotaged us For the minute you said I don't know if I should call you Coach or Luke You was already on that BS man oh. Then Man. you get hurt, show with the wine glass. You sit at the end of the bench when you were sabotaging the team, fitting to get anybody traded to the point that we, the, the, the team has to have meetings with you that just came out this TV week about on. your behavior. Every time there's a May because every time there's a May shot, even if he's not in the play, he's throwing his hands up, upset and flummoxed very because emotional. Very, emotional. very emotional, very emotional. You're everything. not rotating on defense. Got Cools pushing you to rotate. Kuz barked at him so many times this year that people, it, but it's only those big moments that they highlight. Even the Rockets game that we played against you guys at LA, Kuz barked at him for not rotating and mm-hmm. then he rotated the next play and took the charge. But it's like, it's stuff like that. Like, why are you on the court? Like, at this point, see, I'm getting I'm really angry. <laughs>
0: yeah. but, but, I mean, but think about it. You did call it in the beginning of the season. He showed himself. The, yeah. When, in that game two in the season. That Rockets side game. side was he on? And, and I that, said
1: it. He's an op. <laughs> He grabbed Chris. Game two. He went over and grabbed Chris instead yeah. of holding back. The these are not his game. guys. Mm-hmm. He was, the AD was the whole AD move. We spoke about this was already in motion, going to clutch sports and all this and that. He knew these. In his opinion, that these players were on borrowed time. Surprise, LeBron, they're still here. You know, ridiculous. Ugh. I mean, those I understand he missed eighteen games, so a lot
0: of people are gonna say the injury and the Lakers mm-hmm. did have a lot of injuries as a whole. Logo mm-hmm. Alonzo Ball zone yeah. being out was a major injury but still and still LeBron did not play 18 games I don't feel like that's enough games to and, and not people
1: even people talk like it was 38 or that's 28 what I'm, saying. I'm saying hold
0: on it's uh, less than 20 under 20 games out of an 82 game season it's still you still should have a a, a well over 500 yes. record in the games that you were playing Yes, and the problem was that we spoke about it before Lakers was
1: still losing with him scoring 30 Here, here's what I'm gonna say and I'm not gonna speak on it too much more. LeBron James. At this point, in, in my eyes, he is a compiler. He's only here for the stats. Mm. He's only here to build up his numbers. He ain't here to win nothing. He's here for stats, compiler. He's like a baseball player. I'm just going to keep getting him hits to certify my place in the record books and get the Hall of Fame. That's it. That's what he's here for. I don't care about you, LeBron stands. I'm going to disagree with everything you say. I do not <laughs> give a damn. He is a compiler. Debate your moms. Mm, listen, man, you heard it. You heard it. I mean, the the also
0: before we move on really quick. The also what I said earlier in our pressure cooker in mm. our volume three, I said that I needed LeBron to expand his game this season, <laughs> and he didn't expand his game. That to me is one of the most disappointing yes, things. Yes, I wanted him. I said before that I wanted him to become assassin like LeBron, since mm. he. Assassin type Lebron, I should say, since he was getting quote unquote more playmakers, it was supposed to take him off the ball, right. become more of a scorer, in a, maybe in a maybe gain a post game, maybe Please. become <laughs> become an assassin scorer. And I saw no expansion.
1: How are you gonna have a good post game with two left feet, bro? I just <laughs> <laughs> what is I, he gonna do? The slow motion fade away? I don't know. A bulldoze <laughs> to the, the rim. The, the travel spin, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just not gonna lie. I'm just
0: very disappointed. Hey,
1: year, you, you see what's happening over here. Like I'm this, defeated. You yeah, know.
0: I'm disappointed, though, man. Oh, moving
1: on. Yes, please, LeBron. please. Moving on. The happier
0: topic. Happier topic, and talk to some talk about talking about. Excuse me, some players that are actually in the playoffs. Oh yeah. And playing some postseason action. So we gotta start off first, my boys, the Houston Rockets, James Harden. We are throwing him in a pressure cooker first. Averaging 36, 6, and 7 this year. Ridiculous. Ridiculous MVP-like numbers. Trying can, to go for back-to-back.
1: Just, MVP. can I just jump in real quick? Go ahead. You know, in in, in league mm. history, right, mm. if you would just, like, put your blindfold on for a second mm. and then you look at, like, what James Harden has done, let's say the last three or four years, statistically. Statistically. This is legendary stuff it we're is. seeing, right? But these people and their feelings and their emotions about James Harden, they just won't give him his due. They, they'll rather choose Chase Brook and first round <laughs> exits before Harden. And I'm like, do y'all really understand what's understand happening here?
0: They're not re- that's how you know what's emotions involved. Right. Okay. It, that's it's gotta all. be all emotions involved. It, it it's gotta be. This man has. 50 point triple doubles in this career 9 50 point games this year.
1: Just A 60 point game. 36 7 and 6 The year that Chase Brook got the and triple two d- And two steals. And two oh. steals. And the year that tri- Westbrook got the triple double MVP I, If I'm not mistaken Harden was like 29, like 13 and 8. certain ridiculous yeah, like that.
0: 29, 13
1: and 8 the, Like what are Just we talking about here? Doubles. Like he hasn't been doing this for three, three, three 3 years basically we got guys like Manuel Brown try, <laughs> trying to slander him. I'm going to call you out. It's free smoke. Talk about it. I came on your podcast and I flamed you. And it, it didn't record. He, he is and, very emotional. About oh, yeah. Man, and it's, it don't man. make sense. And when I came on the show, I'm like, you you know, you like if it was anyone else, you wouldn't have this type of time fan. But one, I said, Harden gets called a choke artist, right? Mm-hmm. But, but it's, it's like is. if you really put his whole resume, playoff resume on the table, he's had some... Pretty high highs and low lows. lows. He's not a playoff failure. I thought choke artists don't even have, they don't even win series. He's had two conference finals. He's he's gotten out of the first round another time. Like, so what are we saying? Like, I don't, how is he a choke artist? And he and he's usually, well, since he's been in Houston, obviously,
0: he's the right. number one option with the defenses geared toward him. Yeah. And they play, he has played some tough defenses
1: in the past in the playoffs. Didn't he not close out the Spurs in 2012 when he was with OKC? He crushed him. He crushed him. He was the main reason why they beat the Spurs. my point year. exactly. So I'm like, how are we if you're gonna call him a choke artist, do a make it a blanket statement and, and, and let's go over his body at work. I'm just annoyed. I'm not even a Harden fan like that, but it's like, what are we doing here? It's, I don't know why they're
0: so emotional. Well, they're so emotional about the Houston Rockets right. roster as a whole. I yeah. Feel like a lot of people. Oh love. yeah. We I know. <laughs> a
1: lot of people. <laughs>
0: Maybe I have something to do with
1: that. Who knows? Yo, if you were a pro wrestler, bro, you get so much heat when you say CP3, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love man. it. I love it. But back to our uh, pressure cooker for yeah, Dan's Yeah, I got him at a five right now. Bro. Mm-hmm. I got him at a five. It could be probably a six for me because I want so much for Harder right now because he's really been balling. He's been putting in work this entire season. Right. We started the year, we had a rough start 11 to 14, and we were we're 49 and 28 since then, the Houston Rockets. So he went 30 games or 32 consecutive games of 30 or more, which is astronomical. Ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. And I said in volume three that I wanted Harden to become a a borderline two-way player yeah in order for us to get in order for the Rockets to get where they need to be this season and to me he has become a borderline two-way player he's, he's not a liability he's anymore. not a liability anymore he's if you look if you look at the numbers he's one of the best post defenders in the league mm-hmm. Houston Rockets they switch every screen so a lot of times he's being switched off into the switched off into the big in the post and he guards them well that's where a lot of those steals come from he's I think he's top three in the league in steals and I think top three in the league of deflections also as well. So James Harden has been making a concerned effort right. to be to play on a defensive end this year. And to me, I feel like he's on a mission this year and I need him to get it done and I need him to have those signature moments in the playoffs. That's what's missing. Um, Gotta have
1: it. The first thing is you talked about his defense and to, to be able to get steals and deflections means that you know how to position yourself on the defensive side of the ball, you know where it's staying. You know how to play the angles. Your IQ is up there. Mm-hmm. You know, we, every time we talk about IQ, it's just LeBron. Like there's other guys with high IQs, like James Harden. You can't do what he's doing without a high IQ. Mm-hmm. But I digress. To, to the pressure cooker, uh, I, I gotta say this 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 is a big. This is a very very big postseason for him. I'm gonna say it's about seven eight. You know, Mm. only because if he comes up short now, it it validates all the naysayers, right? Right now, he's fighting the perception police. Yes, you know, so he has to to show up, even even if they lose. At the end of the day, on paper, they're supposed to lose a Golden State. This is this is not even me trying to be funny, but if you're gonna go out, go out emptying your clip, go out on your sword, even if you got to have a 50 point triple double and you lose anyway. But this is the this is the postseason where you have to defeat the optics and the perception yes. that, that you don't get it done when it matters. It Golden go to say beats you because they just better so be it but it can't be you missing like X amount of shots or us having a show that he still took the shots but it didn't go in. You have to make the shots. Or looking passes, Right. Or looking passes. The, the, the defeated body language things don't go your way. Like these things have to be negated. I don't. I haven't seen it at all this season mm-hmm. but playoffs tend to bring certain things out of people. Yes. So we're going to see but for me it's, I'll, I'll give him an 8. We're going to break the scale because it's, at this point if you're gonna keep doing these these massive types of seasons statistically it's about rings now it's not even about the numbers anymore it's it's about rings rings and legacy right right now right because right
0: now you have the statistical accomplishments especially if you went a back-to-back MVP that's it only a few people have done that before so you're gonna be in elite company and you
1: got robbed twice he's been like he's been top two MVP like five years now but, but but he's, he's alright. And carry on, just. I don't understand I mean, people. <laughs> seriously,
0: I agree. And to me, the main thing for Harden this this postseason, I think, will be self awareness. Right. I feel like I feel like for James Harden, he's got to know how to take how to improve his shot selection a little mm-hmm. bit in the postseason because they are going to be tougher shots and the refs are not going to give you every call Because the overdue.
1: problem is mm-hmm. I don't think he controls where he gets his touches that's, that's on Coach Pringles and we can't trust that guy can we? well we cannot trust him at
0: all, he's, all right. a, he's an horrible coach but he's not really the coach he doesn't even execute the game plan correctly he's a substitution master
1: bro that's what D'Antoni is I feel like you know you asking Harden to to operate from the top of the key, the wing, deep in the wing. Not even like the elbow, like deep when, in the wing, when dribble, keyed dribble. In on him. Right. That's asking him to do too much work to get his foot, especially in the postseason when you're playing a good team every night. And you're winded, you're a little bit more fatigued. Right. Every possession matters. Yeah. It's gonna be tricky. I'll say that. It
0: is. And um while we're still on the Rockets, we gotta get to CP three. Yeah, we do. Um, who's also in for an interesting postseason as well, I yeah, feel like this year. Yeah. For me, my pressure cooker for him, I'm
1: going
0: to go 4.8. 5. <laughs> 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 I, I, I knew he was going to laugh. <laughs> it's not really a 5 to me because I feel like if it's a 5, I think that his pressure is a, a stab below James Harden okay. this postseason. Last postseason, I had Chris Paul ahead of James Harden because yeah. he had to, he was making the move over. He had to show that he could take a step back. He had to show that he can actually lead the team and do what you were do what you came here to do. You All know true. what I'm saying? All so true. I feel like he showed his value a lot last season and this year, since it has been a such a, a rocky season for CP3 when it comes to injuries and things of that nature. And just a... Roster overhaul of the uh-huh. Houston Rockets. I feel like has played a, a big factor into the the topsy turvy season. But this postseason, he has to. I think he's going to take a, a, a another. Not. I feel like he has already been taking a step back this season as a whole, and allowing to James Harden to cook and play and and play the way he has been playing this season. But he has to ball out, and he has yeah. to at least be playing. This is true. This which is, is true. 100% thing about CPTB and which is warranted. I know because I argue about people all the time. So I understand <laughs> that. It's warranted. He's got to be in the postseason, which I think he is because he's went through his injuries early in the season. Right. And he's got to be that impact player that people like me and, and, and people know that he can be.
1: I mean, people, period, know. Like, put it this way. Like, our issues with Chris Paul is not about basketball. Like, if it was about hoop, that'd be a different conversation. But the boy is good. Period. Um... I, I'm going to go the other way. I, I don't think that his pressure cook is very high. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm going to put that at about maybe two. Wow. Really because. I'm shocked. Nah, because you kind of, you kind of made my point for me in in that he has taken that step back. This is clearly James Harden's show. It's going to be Harden that, that, that gets you guys there. Chris Paul is going to be the person that, that. If Harden is falling short, then CP can come and CP. Stabilizer. Also, sad to say, and it's not I mean, I, I cut about it, but we gotta talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Those injuries at the worst times yes. have hurt people's expectations of Chris Paul. You know, because at the, the at the end of the day, there's a there's a segment of NBA fans who's waiting for that other shoe to drop. They wait for him to get hurt again. They 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 know it's Harden doing 36, 37, 40, 50, whatever. And you know. I just don't want to have that expectations in it because I just feel like the way they balling and the way it is working is hardened. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is gonna be here to, you know, give him a spell. Mm-hmm. It, when them shots is not falling, he's gonna tell Harden to move and he's gonna get he's gonna post you up, get that that smooth fadeaway from the foul line by the elbow. That that's when he's gonna come in. But I don't I think that the way they've played this season and positioned this season. You're not thinking about James, Chris Paul anymore first. The first thought is Harden, then Chris Paul, then everybody else. Definitely. So for me, if they fail, it won't fall on him as much as it has in the past, even just last season. Mm -hmm. I think think he might be able to dodge a few raindrops this year if they lose. Mm. But he has to produce. He has to win. Like we said last year. He needs a ring. He
0: needs a ring. To, I know, I know. He you know does. what I mean? He does. He but, does he have that extra stamp.
1: But I think that he will escape the blame police this year. Mm. I think he, he'll he escape it this year. It's going to be... The way people are so emotional about Harden, they're going to be wanting to blame him for everything <laughs> yeah. and while Chris Paul could just chill right? you know? I mean, that's
0: true. That is true. I, I definitely agree that it's a lot less pressure this yeah. postseason than there is on him since last season. So I definitely agree there. And I think his... I feel like his pressure level is kind of opponent-dependent. In, True. like sometimes You know when Against every other po- Other opponent Other than the Warriors It's a, it's a little bit Of decreased pressure right. I feel like for Chris Paul But against the Warriors I feel like everything Gets a little bit heightened I with think the that's
1: the Of the Warriors Like they gotta have to Find a way to control tempo They oh, can't yeah. Running is not conducive To beating them Especially for Chris Paul Because by Again part of that injury When you like When you have a hamstring Right It never really gets healthy it just gets better. Yes. And, and you're all kind of borrowed time or you can evade injury. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing against Golden State and you're so frenetic back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, it's gonna catch up to you. They yes. need to slow the game down. Ironically, they do. They do actually say
0: it. because you know when you do allow to slow the pace down, slow mm-hmm. the game down, they can get to play our isolation ball. Right, and then you could get those matchups, those, those those switches, and in the few games that we beat them, because we beat Golden State, cook out of curry up on, on those switches, cook curry up on the switches, and Demarcus Cousins as well. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not mad at Demarcus Cousins yeah. playing. I said it in an early episode, and um, that I don't mind Demarcus Cousins playing on the floor against us because mm-hmm. for two reasons. Number one. Um, Clint Capella can run him off the floor, Right. especially when he's running 94 feet, when he's getting on the floor, and, and when it's a long rebound or true. anything like that, he could beat him down on the floor. Run out. And then also on the switch as well. We know how they love to yeah. space out the bigs, knowing that we can run by him and also you be concerned about the foul trouble, just because they can, can dump down in the boogie, let boogie go to work. That is true, because that's the one thing that I do, I dislike about boogie being there, is Clint Capella, his body is but not that there. that man will pick up key. Sneaky good pickup. It's very good pickup, definitely hundred percent. Um, so let's move on to your guy, mm. the boy Kyrie. Jeez, another another disappointment. Mm, damn, you really having a rough... <laughs> having a rough go, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough go for you, John. I'm not gonna lie. He's averaging twenty three seven and five this year, and um, we all know Kyrie's a great scorer, one of the best offensive players in the league. We know that. Is he an all around great player? And is he an all around great leader? Is he a leader of men? Are my two issues with Kyrie Irving? So for me, pressure level for Kyrie is at a five. Yeah. I got Kyrie at a five because last year, excuse me, he didn't play, missed the postseason last year. This has been. I did believe 2 postseasons
1: that he's missed now and is in in the totality well, of Well, he missed career. the finals. He missed the finals. He got, he got hurt in game one. I think he missed a series during that playoff run or something like that with the mm-hmm. knee problems but in Cleveland. But it it's two different playoffs, I feel like. Right. Man, two, right? right yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, so I think that with Kyrie Irving, I feel like he really has to put up this year. And I think he has an interesting conundrum because with him, I feel like if the Celtics win, he's going to get all the credit. And I feel like if the Celtics lose, he's not really going to get any of the blame on Kyrie because people are, he's going to get his numbers. He's going to get his 25, 25 to 30 points. He's going to have those moments, those right. moments that people are going to remember. Like, man, he balled out this 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 game in, in this particular series. But what I need Kyrie to do is get those young boys more comfortable and playing to the level of, Level of their happiness, I guess I would say, because they don't really look happy as a whole and as a team. And I think the fact that there are some personal agendas in that uh-huh, squad, uh-huh. and I think they might come to light a little bit more during the playoffs because that's where legacies are made. And that's basically where Jason, get Tatum, paid. Jason Tatum got his name. Terry Rosier got his name was last year in the playoffs. So this right. t- to them, this is their time. In their mind, and I feel like that might be a little bit a little bit of an issue with the Boston celtics but but Kyrie, I need him to overcome that
1: right and he's got to put up uh <clears throat> I'm gonna give Kyrie a four mm. you know i it's not about basketball anymore like we 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 know the boy could play we 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 know he's gonna show up at crunch time. we know all, all of that. that, but he he has. He has this way that like If I knew him personally mm. I, I don't think we would get along mm. You know because it's like You know you know, you have a, a working environment And it's people who provide solutions Yes. And it's people who lament about the problems I can't stand the people who lament about the problems But they don't have any solutions Yes And it's like At some point it's like If I played on a team I'd be like yo bro move Like get out of here Because mm. you're just talking now you're not, you're not doing nothing but talking. you in the a media of talking. talking. You're in the locker room talking. you pouting. You're crying about who's young, who's old. You you fake apologizing to LeBron. You're doing a lot of Chuck shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, at the end of the day, as a man... I don't wanna play next to this bozo, because that's what he's coming off as. Yes. You know, he might not be a bozo, but he's putting out a lot of bozo energy for young boys yes. who are not mature enough to know that this guy, he a little different. Mm-hmm. So like so it's either gonna be with young, especially when I was young, it's either either you was with this this good vibe or you were someone I wasn't trying to deal with. If I'm 21, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's what's happening to a degree. Again, like I've said in the past, I feel like Golden Hay will kind of mess up the whole pack. For Boston Celtics yes. I feel like Danny Ainge Has too many As you said Too many cooks in the kitchen But Kyrie is supposed to be The galvanizer yes. As the guy This is what you wanted it Take you over the top. So now you gotta put your arm around Rosie and be like Yo fam I know I know this is the worst time For me to come yes. back You need your money yes. I get it But we have a championship to win Same thing with Tatum We're Duke guys You know I understand You, you had a moment You flourished But we have a championship to win And if they don't If they don't Listen Get crazy in practice. Don't say nothing in the media. Yes. Talk, talk your talk that's in practice. Been my issue with them. You know, and 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 violent in practice. And then when we get the cameras, what we heard with nah, the that crazy. Now was that's gonna stay in the locker room. That's gonna stay on the floor. All of this talking in the media, you are turning your teammates off. You might even be turning the city of Boston off. And it's like we're not even thinking about championship Celtics anymore. It's about you, the person, Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You know, and that—that's why I got to give you a four. The reason why it's not a five is because I don't think it's about championships in Boston anymore. Mm. So you think just getting there will be enough to them? I think the whole thing broke. Like, you got you to gotta throw it away. I, I, honestly, the best thing that could probably happen for the Celtics is to lose in the first round. Just get, get out of the season and make your roster decisions. Who's going to go? Who's going to stay? Because yeah. you can't keep this team together. They can't keep this team together. Some they, It definitely has to break up in some way,
0: shape, or form. Right. There's way too many personality clashes, mm-hmm. I feel like, now. And I think the issue with Kyrie is that he wants... OG respect, but right. he doesn't have OG characteristics.
1: He's so. he's not giving off any kind of OG vibes. You, you not just, you just an emo dude who's a couple of years older than your, your peers. Of, who, who, who advanced early on in his
0: right. career, who has some early success, and right. now you feel like you've seen it all, done it all. And the way you're projecting your quote unquote wisdom or whatever he wants to call it onto these young guys is, is not the right way for them. Because remember, Rosier, you know, slouch. Rosier, he's from. He's from where, 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 um, where
1: somebody like Kyrie. I guess he may yeah. not be as respected. In that same vein, feisty guard. He's gonna attack the basket. He's gonna create his own shot. He's gonna create for his teammates. He mm-hmm. wants the moment. This is what. This mm-hmm. is what it's all about. But I'll throw this to you as well, just that I never thought about before. All of the all of this faux wisdom that yes. Kyrie's coming off with, <laughs> you know, to me, what 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 it really understates or what it really actually is, I should say. Is Kyrie's big time in them He's not mm-hmm. giving them wisdom Because beyond all of the championships You also got to factor in the endorsements yes. The movies The adulations Kyrie Irving is a brand it's not just a dude who plays ball mm-hmm. so this energy that he's giving off is kind of like he's big time because like bro like, I'm Kyrie Irving you should listen to me you should listen to me you know yes. what I mean why are you even question right this? and young people especially in this era now they ask why yes. and they're like why should I listen to you bro like you were hurt you wasn't here and you never know they might not be giving him the credit that 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 he may think he deserves that championship. My sentiments, exactly. Because be, they could be LeBron guys. Right, because they went and they played against LeBron. And exactly. they know, they understood what it's like to, go against, to LeBron, go against LeBron and the luxury Kyrie had of playing with LeBron. These are all the things that are on the table. You know yes. what I mean? So we got to talk about it. It
0: is what it is. That's 100% true. And I think that's really the issue that's going on right there. Yeah? Definitely. Um, Giannis. Mmm. the Greek freak. One of my guys also was well the Greek freak. Oh, yeah. Um, 27, 12, and six. He's averaging this year. I gotta give myself a little pat on the back because I've actually been calling for Giannis to get the MVP for two years in a row now. <laughs> uh, I still don't think he's getting it this year because I gotta give it to Harden again this year. But um, so win win for you. Pretty much. <laughs> but um, pressure cooker for le- uh, level for Giannis. One of my guys, so I don't cut him no slack. I gotta give him a five. Yeah. I need Giannis to put up this year. If this is the year you're in top two consideration for MVP votes this year, I need you to really put up in this playoffs. And not just in the fact of your numbers, because I feel like Giannis right now, he's at a point in his career where he's going to get numbers regardless of any opponent, whoever he's playing against. But what I need him to do is I need him to elevate the rest of his teammates into turn them... Turn into turn basically one of them into a new star every game, basically. Yeah. You'll get a Chris Middleton 35-point game. You'll get a Bledsoe 30-point game. You'll get a Brooke Lopez 30 game, 30-point uh, game one day. <laughs> 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 you might get a 25-point broad game, something like that. And you needed games like that and moments where you're elevating your teammates and not just you putting up stats when the defense is keyed in on you. Right. And basically, A lot of times, I remember last year in the Boston series, they were backing up on a lot of those Milwaukee Bucks. They didn't trust them to make those quality shots that they needed. So I feel like Giannis, I was a little disappointed in him last year for not stepping up and rising to the occasion with his teammates. And I feel like this year, he has to do it from game one. And I don't want to see anything else out of him. Um,
1: I'm I'm with you on the five. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Giannis and I'm just like, You got the goods. You were
0: never the biggest supporter, Giannis.
1: Nah, I'm still not. I'm going there, you know. Mm. Thanks for the alley. (laughs) It's it's, put it this way. You're saying that he needs to use the attention he garners Mm. to have one of his teammates elevate on a game-by-game basis. But the things I've seen from Giannis is... He's one of those people like, like let's say you have a roach. You know you gotta hit a roach a few times for him to die. Mm-hmm. Like in the playoffs, he's he's like a little fly. You hit him once, it's dead. Like it's it's it, there's no resistance. Mm. And that's what's been missing. And I spoke about this before. He's been a first round exit, first round fodder. When it gets to that closeout game, he's not fighting back. We're not going to game seven. Because if, if Boston had Kyrie or even Gordon, it wasn't going seven. They beat up on the undermanned Celtics team, but they went out in six to the soft. Raptors the year before when, that. When they got home court, also. right? My sentiments exactly. Because he's easy. He's an Apple turnover. It's easy money. You know what mm. I mean? So it's like, I can't, I'm giving him five because the positioning is face of the league is on the line. It ain't yes. just MVP, it's about it's getting to the finals. That. It's about having a great showing in the finals. It's about validating the positioning that they have been giving him for like three years now. Validation. If you go out in the first round, which is unlikely, but even if you have a fight in the first round, and somehow the Celtics get out of the first round, and you got to deal with them, because to me the Celtics are posturing too low-key. They they, they cool at that spot. They don't got to deal with Philly because they don't want to see Philly to the conference finals. Mm -hmm. They take their chances with the Bucs. Why do you think that? Because they believe that Giannis is not like that. I would take my chances with the Bucks if I was a Celtics. Right. So now when you see them Celtics and the disarray that the Celtics are in, you as the potential face of the league, you need to step on them. That's five games. It should be. You know, but it, it's either you're going to be a roach, you're going to hit it a few times, mm. get the raid, or you're going to continue being a fly, get clapped once
0: and die. So do you think—so you don't believe that Giannis has taken a leap forward in his aggressiveness or his mindset from last year to this
1: year? Yeah, but, you know, the months of April, May, and June tend to bring things out of people that we don't normally see the first few months of the season. That is true. You know?
0: But but also a small caveat also is I think the injury to Malcolm Brogdon— That's going to hurt that really stinks yes. and also Meretic is also injured right now as yes. well they also shutting him down i believe into the playoffs so they having some injuries coming at the worst possible time for the face of the league deal with it so <laughs> now he has to deal with it listen and i if if he gets you 27 12 and 6 in a regular season
1: i need 35 Thirteen and That's six. It. Yo, think about it. LeBron took me, you, Fred, and and Domo to the finals last year. <laughs> he did. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so I don't want to hear that from you. I need a LeBron-like performance from him this year. That's it. A Herculean
0: effort. That's I need it. Be honest. So he's really, he really got to put up this year. 100%. And also, especially if he wins MVP over Harden Mm and in in, in the battle
1: of the narrative for the MVP award, he's really got to put up in the place. You can't go wrong, but I just feel like if you're not giving it to Harden, I I, I don't understand. You're just doing it because you just don't want him to have two straight. That's just how I'm looking at it. He earned it. Yeah. (sighs) But
0: it's going to be crazy because you know that's a narrative driven award. Um, Next up, Yo, boy, another one of your boys. you have too much fun tonight. Wow. <laughs> Mr. quote-unquote Jawsverse, Chase Brook. Chase Brook. Russell Westbrook, man. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Averaging another triple-double this season. 23-11-10. Yep. Yeah, nice numbers. UCLA product, yeah. you know. Um, pressure cooker for Russell Westbrook right now. It's way overdue. To me, it's a damn 10 for Russell Westbrook, pressure level for him. And, you know, honestly, quite frankly, I'm a little sick and tired of the lack of slander that Russell Westbrook receives for his lack of playoff success without Kevin Durant. Mm. I'm not understanding. You're not understanding? I'm not understanding how he gets to duck and dodge the slander that I feel like he should deserve when um, he doesn't get on the first round because it's been, what, two years now or three years? Two years now. Two years. Two years now. Now, if you look at the uh, at the Oklahoma City Thunder, they've oh. been playing. They had a blistering start to the season. Oh yeah, last twenty one games is oh. seven and fourteen. Playoff
1: P Play- <laughs> started early this year. <laughs> playoff P he was MVP and to Playoff P. MVP. Now just...
0: Oh, we getting to you, Playoff oh, yeah. P, right now, man. Oh man, went from the third seed to the eighth seed right it. now. <laughs> In a first round destination to meet the Golden State Warriors in the first round, five games. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the stat that I seen drop online this year when Russell Westbrook shoots twenty field goals or less, mm-hmm. they're twenty seven and eleven. Mm. When he shoots twenty one field goals or more, there are twelve and sixteen. Oh, mm. Okay. So I will throw it over to you. Pressure cooker for Russell Why, Rex thank you. Brooke.
1: Those numbers just indicate that when he's allowed to be his apex inefficient self, mm. they lose. Mm. When you get out of the way for a real hooper to do what he has to do, they win. <laughs> but... You know, there's a reason why he, he doesn't get the slander that he he deserves. It's I want to know. It's because, like I said on part three of this compilation, at some point the people will expect this from Westbrook mm. and they will realize that he's just not what they thought he was. Mm. And the expectations will not be there. Notice that as soon as PG started cooking, they all forgot about chase broke. and they went to pg because that's what they want to like anyway you know what i mean so yes 100%. they realize that this guy is gonna get his numbers he's gonna be inefficient in a sense he's gonna counterbalance himself because as much as you get these stats your inefficient ways negate some of your yeah. impact mm. you know what i mean and at some point people figured that out he's gonna shoot badly he's gonna take bad shots and he's gonna get a lot of stats ill-advised ill-advised <laughs> That's it. He that should be his new name, ill advised, <laughs> because it's like you, you 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 have to figure it out while it. And the thing is, it hurts when you have another player like KD before, who shows you yes. I can do the same things he does efficiently. At then you, and then you slide PG into that same KD role because the system the system hasn't changed. Oh, it's, it's the it's same, exact thing. same system. So now it's you your slide term, my P- turn. Right, PG comes in and shows you how it's supposed to look. At people that are just looking at, at ill advised. Like you know what yeah, we are who we thought you were. You know, we, we thought that there was going to be something more, we thought there was a little Jordan in you, but you know, no, it's not. So do you feel like he's, do you feel like he's taking a step
0: forward? Because you've been very, very critical over the West, but do you yes. feel like he's taking a step forward at all this year in changing the way of his game or the way he plays the game, I should say? Or his,
1: IQ has risen as a man he has <laughs> because it, it takes a real man to realize that you know at some point he thought I don't need KD to do this mm. and then he came to the harsh rea- reality Self-made. the harsh realization that you know what I don't need KD per se but I need another guy like KD mm. to make my life easier and once he got pg there, and, and it wasn't a mellow to not have to worry about because that's a thing in itself yes he was comfortable getting out of the way You know, I'm still Westbrook. I'm going to still get my numbers, but I can't do this. So as a man, he did. IQ, no, because he still takes the same ill-advised shots. The random-ass pull-up with three minutes to go in the game that no one ever understands why he takes those shots. He loves that shot. You know, dribbling 20 out of the the 24 seconds with PG just standing there. Who's going to hit the shot if you give him the ball? You know So when it's all said and done It's a three Like I said at the front end of the season I don't expect anything from it Besides exactly what he's given, mm. And I'm glad that the people Are starting to figure it out Only the true fanboys Are still going down with the ship, But the basketball fans figured it out This is who he, They were 8th seed bro 8th seed You're what? not winning with this dude He's not Kobe He's not even D-Wade good bro He's just a, a compiler He's another compiler Another compiler
0: Yes 8th I'm seed so, I'm, I'm disappointed To how they even got to the 8th seed right now Because I actually like the makeup but their roster because it was a nice defensive lineup. yeah, had a lot of tall, long guys on there. But then I'm like...
1: Well, PG got hurt. But it's like if you have 82 games mm-hmm. of the same thing mm-hmm. repeatedly, on repeat, defenses are going to... They lost to the Mavericks the other day. They're not trying no, to win not, games.
0: I don't know. what. And, and now they're starting to point the finger and blame each other. Oh, yeah. Right on time. I love right, it. Right on time for the playoff race. And we might as well move on to PG-13 oh, to yeah. playoff P because... Career year for him. Yeah, twenty-eight, eight, and four. He's giving you this year. Deliciousness. Mmm. You know, very nice numbers. We said it earlier on our volume three that. Yeah. Um. We actually remember when we put you put the clip out. um, Yeah. We said it verbatim. What he needed to do. do. Yes. He needed to become one B rather than star number two. He needed to become one B or one A, whatever you want to call it. With Russell Westbrook falls short. Exactly. And he was definitely doing that towards the beginning of the year, both well, the first three quarters of the year. Actually, he yeah. was doing it and hitting timely shots, timely moments, mm-hmm. having big games and willing his team to win, even while Russell Westbrook was getting his numbers. So I feel like he was the perfect or he is the perfect type of person to go with a Russell Westbrook right. because he is a mild man or type of dude. But he has, I think it's one of your lines, you always say, um, beta talent. Yes. I mean, not beta talent. Beta mentality.
1: Alpha talent. Alpha, alpha talent beta, beta personality. Beta
0: personality. There you go. And I think Paul George is another uh, prime example of that. And he was uh, the perfect fit for Russell Russell. Yeah. So, and I've been impressed with PG about how he's been playing this year. I've been a big supporter of his. I always felt like he should have went to your Lakers. But um, right now, I don't know what to expect from this team right now, man.
1: You know what it is, just. Uh... You remember when I said that he always has those random Tuesday nights when he has like nine points and mm-hmm. we can't understand how PG only scored nine points. It was almost like he backloaded all of those random Tuesday nights yeah. to this late season stretch yeah. right here. Granted, mm-hmm. the numbers still look good, but the efficiency that he was bringing to the table on the on, for the first 75% mm-hmm. of the season as going off for Cliff. Granted, like you know, he's been hurt. That we don't know how much it's affecting him. Yeah, I heard he like really strained his, his rotated shoulder, cuff yeah, or something like that. You man. know, and that that thing really messes. Me. I think Kobe had a rotated cuff from yeah. like 0-3, yeah. and he had to get surgery on that. You know, it's difficult when you when you're a wing player and you need those pull ups, you need those yeah. drives, you need you need you gotta it. And lean forward. You gotta lean. You gotta take contact with that shoulder. It's 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 a lot, but it's just like it it sucks because yes. it kind of fits what people think of him as, as a person who had a couple of nice moments that he got overrated for because, again, people love trying to give PG all the credit for those Pacers teams when he had a nice little crew over there. He had a nice little squad over there. You know what I mean? And people act like they didn't have one of the best defensive teams when they were on one of the longest teams. Like, they have a couple of bulls in there. They had a lot of things that you needed to win, but PG had a few moments. Oh, it was all PG. He carried them. No. When he was by himself in the East, he couldn't get out the first round. If you were a mega talent in the East, you're supposed to be cooking. You know, so for me, I think I gave him a three as well, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And it's just like, again, at some point, people regress to their mean. We are seeing it right now, whether the caveat of injury is there or not. He has regressed to his mean. Again, he is who I thought he was. Mm. A good player, a good supporting cast member in the NBA story, but not a league guy. I'm sorry. He's a three because I don't care. He's going to go home and we won't care.
0: I'm not mad at that. You know, I mean, I can't really dispute that because I I agree with you. I don't think he can be the lead guy. I Uh-oh. think he can be a nice number two, right.
1: a great number two. But he was I, supposed to be the pow air quote to to Westbrook's Kobe, but but know, I still
0: feel like they could do some damage in the postseason. Now I don't think they could do much damage because they're gonna have to face Golden State in this playoffs, ch- and I- it's gonna be a problem. But against anybody else, if they play the Nuggets in the first round.
1: Yeah, but I think the Nuggets would beat them, but it'll be a good series. It might go seven. seven. Yeah, I just feel like the way Westbrook plays, man, Mm. and it's—I just don't know if it's conducive to championships. Just Mm. the way he hoops, the way he approaches basketball, or the way he plays the point guard position. Right. Like I just don't see this championship, Mm. and it's difficult to build a team when he's supposed to be a two hundred million dollar guy. He's your guy for the Mm. city. True. I just don't see it, bro.
0: Mm. I mean, that's fair, man. I mean, they they both got a lot of putting up to do. Yeah. Uh, This playoffs, but I don't know if those boys are going to get it done. Right, you get Golden State in the first round, you're done. If they lose in five
1: games, it's, it's going to be, be a problem. Pro- it's going to be five. It's going to be a problem if they lose in five. Westbrook, another, he's another one of those guys that y'all love, but then he's, he's a fly. When it's time to close out OKC, they get closed out. It's no, they don't offer any resistance. Yeah. You know, he, close out. When it's time when he's when it's three, whatever, he's done. That that that
0: um that closeout game in Utah last year, it was pathetic. I mean, how they lost and how Utah closed them out, but Joe Ingles putting in that work Listen, last year. Ricky Joe Ruby Ingles. Ingles,
1: gym teacher Joe Ingalls. Office depot Joe, man. Bro. Toby. And then you had the same, we spoke about it earlier, just to just to put a bow on that. They killed Harden. Well, Harden the same year He won his first Triple double MVP Harden closed him In five Five You know Five games But this is this is who you love mm-hmm. Chase Brook Ill advised A lot of stats A lot of stats Blame LeBron
0: <laughs> Uh, Moving on Stephen <clears throat> Stephen Curry you don't got to spend too much time on this, mm. you know? To me, his pressure cooker, it's, like, at a one for yeah. me. I feel like there's, like, no pressure on this dude. And it kills me and it pisses me. I love it. <laughs> there's no I feel like there's no pressure on this guy right now, though. He's giving you a, a calm 27-5-5 five and five this year. Um, I just don't understand why the pressure level just goes, gets lower and lower every single year. I know, to me, it's because uh, Kevin Durant is there, and I feel like Steph Curry still falls under the radar for Both ways, actually. He falls under the radar for how good he is and how much credit he doesn't get for how good he is and how he changes the game. And also, I feel like he doesn't get enough slander in that way for, Mm. I feel like, stepping up in those big moments or being, I would say, held accountable in those big moments where... Not saying that he doesn't step up because he still does play good and the numbers still look sexy either way. But I feel like there's, there are times where other people on his team outshine him oh. in the moments where I feel like he should be shining because he's that great. And if everyone vaults him into what they vault him into, top three point guard, top five, all-time point guard, whatever the case may be, I need him to have those signature playoff moments that everyone else has who are in the same stratosphere. As a Steph Curry.
1: <laughs> Just, that sounds good. You know, it's great. <laughs> um, it's, it's a calm zero over here. <laughs> I don't even need to get too much into it. You know? A calm zero. Two time unanimous, three time world champion. Uh, greatest shooter of all time. All of my uh, seconds. Behind who? The
0: shuttles were. Stop
1: it! He's he's already past him. Who
0: has the record he, right now? He, nah, stop it! Get out of here! The
1: greatest shooter of all time. Don't let that media Wardell pump you up, Day Stephen Curry. <laughs> uh, there's nothing more to see here. He's mm. he's a, basically a globetrotter. Like it's fine. Wow. You know you Kool Aid again? Nah, it's not Kool Aid. Okay. Like what, what more you want? You know you, you the same. You know what kills me is want you want to show up. You boost up your man. <laughs> <laughs> Until you kill Steph. <laughs> yeah, it's the most irrational thing you do on How? above the rim. Niggas. Different players. CP has come up short the same way you could say Steph has. He's had questionable moments. Oh, yes, there, of course, you know. Of course. But again, he's 28, 9, and 8 in the finals. Are you... <laughs> I mean, the numbers look sexy. They look nice. I mean... Who... He, cooked. I
0: mean he cooked. He wasn't playing a top-tier point guard. 20? I mean, it's nothing like... He didn't so have defense here to him. scoffing 28, 9, and
1: 8 in the finals? I mean not oh, 25 and I mean, 5 I, I said the numbers look sexy. You got to do se- you got to produce the numbers though. That ha- he did that.
0: Do. I mean, but I just said Steph is an all-time great. When yeah. you're all-time great and you're getting single, co- single coverage night after night.
1: Bro, he broke the game though. He broke the geometry of the
0: game. Very true. Very true. But let's not act like he is a uh, number one a two-way player. Okay. Because he's not that. He does get cooked on the defensive end. Does uh-huh. he not does he not do that? can can't, can't Am I allowed to slander him? There is that okay? It's not slander. It's I mean, fine. is there a Steph sexual or the, something like cat, that? Is that? The, a cat, thing?
1: the Cavs won the championship, <laughs> taking advantage of
0: Steph. You know, they, they did, they did. I'm just saying, I'm not taking anything away from the man. Mm-hmm. This is not a Steph Bastion step because I give the man credit, man. But yeah, you hate him.
1: I don't. I, I hate, think I think I a part of you not. likes Trey Young because you hate Steph. I think this, this I know, is some I'm kind just a of Trae like young fan. I
0: like this. How? Game. Like they're the same guy. They are not the same guy. <laughs> Trey Young is a better point guard than Steph Curry. Point guard. Point, I, I hear you. Point guard. Talk to yes. me when he's unanimous. Not a better and the player. A better point guard, yes. I yes, mean, if you I just look you. at the mechanics, you know how I feel about
1: But pure Trey, point guard. Trey Young Passing will tell you who
0: guard. has inspired his whole getup. I'm sure it has. It's, it wore the down. range, I'm sure it has. Yeah. I'm sure it has. Finals MVP. Get it. I'll Name another great that does that that doesn't have. It. Zero. Comp zero. zero. Moving on yes. to this, to this Golden State cheerleader
1: blinds you, <laughs>
0: um, Kevin Durant. Yep, pressure level for me for him. I feel like it's it's a little weird. I'm gonna go three and a half for Kevin Durant because hmm. it's a little suspect for me. Because so I, one for Steph and three and a half for KD. I, I gotta hit. I, I had Steph at a two. You had him at one. I had him at one. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, <sighs> wait. So you haven't. Extremely high For Kevin Durant No 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 Carry on I got it. just Three and a half of him Because I feel like He always does What he's supposed to do Right I feel like In the playoffs He always does What he's supposed to do And as long as The numbers look sexy As which mm-hmm. they do I feel like He's gonna go un- Unscathed right. Throughout the playoffs right, And because right. they have This dream team That they do have mm-hmm. I think Steph, of course, is going to run under the radar and not get any slander because he's going to give you a few threes, but then he's going to have a a 13-point game, but then have a 45-point game. I feel like Kevin Durant, on the other hand, he's yep. going to have 25 consistently throughout the whole series, but there are going to be times during the playoffs where he does stifle the Golden State Warriors offense, and yes. I feel like that's where the slander is going to come in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, KD almost... Sent you guys to the finals last year, playing that hard playing Western that Conference way. Finals. It does um, for me, I'm, I'm gonna give you this answer in two tiers. Mm. I think that his pressure level is at a zero for everything you a just said. Zero. The the dude has come to Golden State. Oh, listen to me. He's come to Golden State. Two Finals MVPs. He's fried the competition. He's done exactly what he got paid to do. Right. Mm. In a perfect world, there should be nothing else to say. Right That's what I'm saying It's a two tiered response But then if you if, if you take it Out of that realm And you put it into What is going on In the public He joined a super team He hates himself For joining that super team You know The public is looking At him sideways To the point that They've created narratives that he's going to leave said super team to go air quote it on his own because his championships don't count the same, right? Not as, not as a weighted scaling system on championship rings for KD more than any other player in maybe NBA history. So on the flip side of that, the pressure level has to be a five because he kind of has to continue to keep winning yes. to to shut people in up to, to some degree or at least validate himself cuz he really does hate himself for going to Golden State. You know what I mean? If he if he ends up in Brooklyn, if he well and you're right about why would you leave Golden State? If you really put it on the table, there's no reason to leave. Oh, no real. But if he leaves and goes to a less than situation in the west in the eastern conference, like, let's say cuz people have him going to the Knicks I think he's going to Brooklyn because people act like Brooklyn is not New York City I
0: think Kyrie going to Brooklyn
1: I think they both going there mm. and you know to me Brooklyn is the destination I think Brooklyn has been the red herring this whole time that no one was thinking about and yes. it's been right there and it's a perfect situation but if he does leave that immaculate offense the system tailor made to his skill set mm. to go to Brooklyn then it validates all of the people's thoughts mm. and his own insecurities it validates it it exposes it so it's zero for me but in reality, it's a five because he hates himself. Mm. That's just what it is. Well, that means
0: I rounded it out. I gave him a three point yeah, five. Yeah, right. Right in the middle because I felt it from both angles. There you man. go. Yeah, so I feel like we are in agreement there, there with, when it comes to Kevin. Right. Right. but he still got a ball out you know. But I feel like he's gonna do it regardless because he's just that good. He can't he's,
1: leave. He's seven foot. He plays like a guard. He's wide open all the
0: time. <laughs> wide open all the time. <laughs> Pains me to my soul that he's left open. Single coverage for that man is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, Moving on. Kawhi Leonard. Oh, this is a tricky one. Very tricky over there in Toronto, man. I got, um, well, averaging 27.73 this year. I got his pressure level at a 3.00 for me. And I feel like I was a little struggling with Kawhi a little bit because I feel like you could go many ways with and all in all of how you view Kawhi I feel like as a, as a talent or how you view whatever him did for us in his way out of San Antonio whatever the case may be. But I think he's low-key falling under the radar a little bit in the playoffs and I think it's partly due to where he plays and partly due to expectations of his franchise and right. not really of him per se. So I think everyone knows that he's a, a a champion, and he was a driving force in one of the championships that they had. They're starting to see that he's still a great talent even without Greg Popovich there. Right. And I feel like the people, since people are expecting somehow the Raptors to Raptors to falter some way in this postseason, I feel like it lowers the expectations for Kawhi. <clears throat> but for me personally, I really need to see him really ball out in this playoffs. And I would like to see him But it really won't change My viewpoint on him Unless he had like A colossal fall So I feel like I'm gonna go three Because to me It's like right in the middle Mm -hmm. And I feel like We're just gonna get Typical Kawhi 25 5 and 5 Or something like that And they'll Go out and I
1: think in the semifinals They might head out Yeah You know When we did uh, The the third part Of this Mm. Compilation I had him anywhere Between 1 and 5 You know He's tricky. I don't know what to make of Kawhi Leonard, you know? No. Because it's like, he said 27-7-3. and 3. Mm-hmm. But if you watch him play, it's like, where did those 27 come from? It's a very quiet it's the Yeah, and it's like, it, it's apropos for who he is yes. as a ball player. 100%. You know, and to your point, he did kind of validate this year that I don't need, I'm not a pop creation. I can mm-hmm. ball anywhere. I can cook anywhere. But I don't, I just don't know tough. When I look at him, play is like, I'm not scared of Kawhi in the playoffs. Does that mm. make sense? No, that makes perfect you sense. You know, like, if I'm the opposing team, he doesn't put fear in my heart, mm. you know? I think we could beat, we can withstand Kawhi and mm. beat his team more so than him imposing his will and crushing us. Mm. When he was a defendant, he was asked to to take away that that dope wing, like a LeBron, so to speak, or even a Kobe, or, or whoever he was going up against at that time. I felt like he was more impactful doing that than being an A1 scorer and impacting the game that way because I just feel like the way he gets his buckets, the way he has to dribble and post and bang and fade and whatever, it's like... I'm not scared of that. Mm. Are you gonna step out for three? Are you are you gonna are you gonna get a four point play? Mm. Are you gonna demoralize me with one of those kind of plays? plays? Right. It's just like it's a calm 27. It's a smooth 27. But is it an impactful? Are you gonna throw it on my whole squad? Or what are you gonna do to switch momentum in a big game?
0: I hate You know what's crazy about that? I, uh, I'm listening to you say this, and you sound like one of my boys who said to me the other day, and he was very. I don't know if this is disrespectful. He's, to me, it was pretty dis- disrespectful. He said um, Kawhi is a super sized Andre Miller. No, nah, he's disrespectful. With a basic game. You got to get all the way out of here. That's what I said. So disrespectful. I said, man, he said that he doesn't wow you in any way. He has a basic fundamental game. Right. I know what he was trying to
1: get at. But that's, but that's the problem with basketball as a whole. People just have no respect for skill for anymore. Sk- yeah. It's, it's about numbers. sound. Right. But that's what I'm saying Like I'll put it it in the lens Of a Kobe Bryant fan Mm. Like I don't know What it's like To cheer against Kobe Mm. But I I know like In certain moments Of the game He's gonna come down We're gonna be down Like four Right He's gonna face up Whoever's guarding him You're a little little scared To give him the ball Right Yeah He's gonna pull up Over like a bad head He's gonna make That three pointer He's going to look at the crowd and flex. He's going to come back down, make another three-pointer, or get an and one, and then look at the crowd again. <laughs> and that's, that's demoralizing. It is, it is. And that's what i was like, It's not always about the numbers. It's about these moments in yes. games where it's like, is Kawhi going to do that? Is he going to just be like, you know what? They don't got it. I'm taking us home. Is he going to do that? And that's the difference between good and great and legendary in gotta the NBA.
0: Kawhi's got to put up.
1: Put up don't I, don't know, I guess I give him a three three because i just don't know you yeah, know i, know. I hey, gotta see him his he
0: has the weirdest pressure click right. out of
1: anyone and like nick nurse is, is the coach over there that's his name you know it's like dude, are, are you gonna position him to do that can we depend on you to make the right adjustments the in the playoffs playoff head coach right Is Chubbs gonna be a whole, you know what, again? Mr. Decompress is doing nothing in the playoffs. And if I if we don't that's why I'm worried if if Coach just looks at Chubbs and says, we don't gotta worry about that guy, we sending everybody to Kawhi. We're gonna triple team Kawhi. Of course. And then then I can't can't rely on Van Vliet. Right. He never shows up in the playoffs. Oh, he has that one random play when Red. they're making a run and they're coming back and he takes an ill-advised three-pointer uh, and he checked although he was cold the whole game. Mm-hmm. Come on now.
0: No, I mean, they got a solid They got a nice Mar- team. They bro. got a very nice, very deep team and I'm they have uh, a real solid players. And I love how Ibaka's playing. Siakam is one of the most, most improved players of yeah, the year. Yeah. He's been really balled out this year. Danny Green is a solid two mm-hmm. uh, to defend uh, uh, the opposing player's best perimeter player. So they have a really welcome Constructed team, and I don't know what to make of this Raptors team, man. I'm just not afraid of them. Oh, I'm They're not. They're kind of them generic to me yeah. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Generically good. Yeah. I mean, generically great, I guess. But we'll see because somebody has to take them over the top, and Kawhi's got to be that guy.
1: Like, put it this way, not to jump in. Like, but I just want, I'm just thinking about moments like, mm-hmm. like CP. Mm-hmm. Like, when CP calls out one four pick and roll, and that big gets on him, mm-hmm. you know what's coming. You, I'm watching the game and I'm praying he misses because you can't do nothing about it. And you and know he's going to shoot it. Right. And I don't, right. and I, I don't feel shoot. that way about Kawhi. You know what so I'm like? I, You're right, though. These, that's, that's what's yeah. separating like good from great from legendary. Like, you know on that switch what CP going to do. What are you going to do? That's very true. I got to see something from
0: Kawhi. Right. Him and Giannis is in that same boat right now. But like, No
1: fear. I have mm. no fear of Giannis. I have no fear of Kawhi. Mm. And it's interesting. Moving on
0: to another Eastern contender, Joel Embiid. Yeah. Very another one was very interesting mm-hmm. this year. He's um giving you 27, 13, and three this year. A very loud 27-13. Very 30. loud 27 and 13. I'm not gonna lie, I got Embiid's pressure cook at a five. Okay. I got it at five because I feel like I'm not, I like Embiid. I like his game. I think he's probably the best center in the league, probably. Either best center or top two, either okay. one or the other. Um But I think he talks too damn much a little bit. Even though I kind of like it to a degree, I think he talks a little bit too much. And I got to see him really dominate a playoff series for me to give him the credit that I feel like he deserves. The stats look sexy. They look nice. But you remember, he got outplayed by Al Horford when he was playing in in the same playoff series against the Boston Celtics because that is his kryptonite over there, the Boston Celtics. And... He has to get over his a little bit of injury concerns going into the postseason as well. I think he's got some knee tendonitis or some back issues or something like that going on. Right. He has going on with him. But to me, will does he garner the respect amongst his teammates for them to defer to him in the playoffs? That's what I feel like will be the leap for him. Is okay. Jimmy Butler going to defer to him? Is Ben Simmons going to defer to him? Is Tobias Harris going to defer to him? I feel like he has to command that right. on the block and dominate in order for me. So he's got to put up. Um, you know,
1: I, I saw something the other day that Jimmy Butler's kind of like leaning into the role as like mm. the emergency, in case of emergency, break the glass role. Mm-hmm. So like, he's going to fill it, fulfill his role in the offense, set screens, do what he has to do. But when we need you to carry us, carriers and he's, and he's okay with that role, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, to your point about MB, I don't, I think Tobias is low maintenance. But I think I think to Embiid's point more 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 so them deferring he has to demand mm. you know I'm gonna go I'm gonna veer away from you, I'm not gonna give him a five because I think a lot of what's happening in the Philly, you know is it's expectation based based on the moves that was made, yes, but that's I, what my level yeah, I respect that, but for me, it's like I still look at them as a team on the upward trend i don't think that they're there yet so it's like i don't i don't i think that they were you know we still we've gotten to the point with the with the microwave era that we kind of forget about like the journey, like sure. a couple of playoff exits, sure. a couple of lessons learned. This is only their second playoff appearance, mm-hmm. you know? There's, there's gonna be a lot of things to even be learned in this playoff run. Because if they run into, like, imagine now, let's say that, that 2 3 matchup happens with, with Toronto, mm-hmm. and you got a, a vet in Marcus Soll who knows every trick in the book. That's gonna be a tough matchup. A very for tough NBA. matchup. NB don't even want to smoke with Al Horford. What is he gonna do with, with Marcus Gasol? That's what I'm saying. So, So it's like, I feel, But I swear, I'm looking at it More, for, more from a learning per, perspective I, I have him at a 3.5 Because again He's still very good And he still needs to show up He still needs to win Every series that he's supposed to win But I, I don't expect A championship from them just yet Maybe next year Circle back We could do it again But right now I just look at them as Not going out in five games Like they did in the second round last year Maybe conference finals But in a situation where Like The team that beats them Got out alive Not necessarily Dominated them And pushed That's them out fair. You That's know fair. That's fair. But they got it. Whatever series at the end, they have
0: to push it to six or seven. They can't go out on, like, five. You got to survive. They got to survive. And since we're on it, we might as well go over to his running mate. Ben Simmons, man. Mm -hmm. 17, eight, and seven he's giving you this year. Um, Ben is interesting also as well because I feel like he receives a lot of slander, especially on Twitter as a whole for his his obvious lack of uh, uh, deficiencies which Mm -hmm. is obviously shooting the basketball or his lack of confidence in shooting the basketball because I feel like that's a lot that goes into that as well and um pressure cooker for Ben Simmons I'm gonna go two okay I'm gonna go two because I'm not really expecting Ben Simmons to dominate a series like that do you get what I'm saying like I know Ben Simmons, he's a great talent just because of his size and his ball handling ability, but he doesn't have it in him. To me personally, I don't see that dog in him that warrants him taking over a playoff series. Like to me, I easily see him playing a back fiddle or him just putting up stats because of his... uh, um, his 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 physicality or, or his, yeah it, six ten point guard yeah hey, six <laughs> ten point like you should be putting up these numbers me right. but I don't see you pulling anybody's heart off and I'm not afraid of you
1: Ben Simmons at right. all if I'm an opposed if I'm an opposing player right you know not now before I give you the number yeah I, I, this is the point where like I like to upset sensibilities because like you said earlier it's, it's sometimes <clears throat> when player comps and people how they feel it's about emotion it's not about facts mm. you know. First question I ask you, Jess. You can scoff at it if you want, but you're a smart guy, so you'll see where I'm going with this. What's the difference between Ben Simmons and Lonzo Ball besides their usage rate? Mm, Nothing. Right. And height. That's it. They're the same guy. Second question. How far is Ben Simmons away from the Lamar Odom zone? Mm. Close? That's not what he's supposed to be. Mm. I think... I don't wanna call it an experiment, but I think it's time we remove Ben Simmons from point guard. Because I I, I if you've got him there playing point guard, he's not spending enough time developing other aspects of his game. Oh he's, yes. to me, it's time for him to be a small forward with a more fleshed out game. in mm-hmm. LSU, he's supposed to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. When you when you think about what other top tier players are doing statistically. And then you say that he's doing 17, 8, and 7. That's pretty pedestrian for a person of his talent. A generational talent. As it, right. As he was drafted. At I state. don't think... I think that we need to get him off point guard. Because mm. at some point, he's just going to be Lamar. I love some. Lamar. But Ben Simmons' ceiling was never supposed to be Lamar Odom. Yeah, of course not. He's not supposed to be 17, his 8, His ceiling and is LeBron-like level. Should have been, right? <laughs> All right. So... Yeah. When I when I look at that whole scale of the the Lonzo ball to Lamar Odom, it's just like that Ben Simmons. You're not supposed to be there, mm. and I think that we need either you add more shooting or you tell them, listen, we're not doing this anymore. Mm. Offseason, work on your jump shot, work on your post game. We're going work on being a wing presence, mm. help Joel more, and to that point, I'm gonna give him a four. Well, here's why I'm gonna give him a four because now teams are gonna key in on you. We saw what he did to Rondo Many moons ago Yes In the playoffs Against good teams There's no more Random bad teams That's going for the lottery You're going against Good teams they're going to look at you as a liability and treat you at the liability you are and that's going to become a situation where you got to find other ways to score. And then it comes becomes a mental game at that point. That's, and that's the next thing. Because now problem. if they sagging off of you, your shot is broken, you can't get into the paint because they pack in the paint, mm-hmm. Joel can't get touch touches comfortably because they're sealing and packing the paint, it throws everything it out of whack. You're fronting him and then you have that the little guard when you get friends going to try to steal on the back end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yes. just uncomfortable offense. Yes. So, Something has to change. And I believe that if they lose, it's gonna be because of Ben Simmons and his lack of ability. Because are you gonna bench him? All right. That's a tricky question. Brett Brown doesn't have Brett the balls. Brett Brown doesn't have the balls to bench does him. Not. So you're gonna go down with that shoe. Cause I expect him to lose because I don't they're still a flawed team to me. Oh, they are still a flaw. And they're top way too top heavy as way well. Way too top heavy. Yeah. So he's a four for me because I think he's gonna be the reason they lose games, and that could affect you either mm-hmm. adversely or greatly. You know, it's going to come to
0: a point, and I hate to say this, where Philly's going to have to make a decision. Yeah. And I feel like I don't... I'm not crazy about the fit between Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid because Mm -hmm. I think you can... Build a team around Joel Embiid, but Ben Simmons doesn't fit into that equation. No. And building a team around Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid doesn't fit into that equation. Because if you're building a team around Ben Simmons, you want shooters all over the floor. Same way they build it it around
1: Giannis right, right now. You know what's funny? That's how you build a Ben Simmons type team. Jimmy <laughs> Butler and Embiid is a better combination than yes. Ben Simmons and Embiid. Yes. You know, they you throw Tobias is Gucci either way. He's good. He's a perfect third fiddle. Yes. Star. Philly man They are gonna have to Make a decision Maybe I'm by assuming. the time Those rookie deals Are up they, they, As Simmons' Rookie deal Coming up soon th- yeah. Then they'll have To make some decisions restricted, restricted free agent Right Next year The year after that You know they were
0: Talking about him Over there in LA I don't know Ben. Man, Now
1: with Lonzo, over there That's what I'm saying like, yeah, You know It's a problem And LeBron's there. already there What are you gonna do You know <laughs> That Rich Paul love
0: Oh god <laughs> Moving on it to <laughs> Damian Lillard. Yeah. Another interesting guy. Pressure Cooker, uh, giving you 26, 4, and 6 this year. Uh Pressure Cooker for me for Damian Lillard. I feel like it's a 5 again for Damian Lillard Mm. because he has to validate that damn sweep last year. (laughs) I'm still on that sweep because I feel like Damian Lillard has so much talent and I do like Damian Lillard's game and I think he's a very underrated shooter in the league. Um and I feel like he's a very good clutch performer as right. well but to me he just can't be your number one option right. on a playoff team on a championship contender team I would say so I feel like he does have to put up numbers he can't get shut down by Drew Holiday like no, he did last absolutely year not. that is unacceptable so to me it's a five and I need to see him put up or he's got to shut up Um
1: for me I'm I'm going to go 2 because mm. I just He's another one of these players who's Got really expecting. good. I mm. just I just don't expect anything from him. Mm. You're gonna do what you're gonna do over 82 games because you're super talented. You 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 get to sit at certain tables, mm. but but then it's like that when that velvet rope comes through, you can't pass that. Mm. You're like he's he he's like above Kemba, to me. He's he's standing next to Kyrie, you know. But you, depending on the day, you might flip flop who they are. But I just feel like when the playoffs roll around. He's going to have a couple of nice moments. Maybe if he doesn't get swept, then he's going to get just packed up. Down. That's just that's just his role in the league. Can he win a
0: first-round series? I if don't they know. If 4-5 right now, is, is Portland, Utah.
1: That's going to be difficult. Because mm. Utah already showed us last year. They're not, they not afraid to go into your crib and get a game. Not at all. And, and Utah's to winning a win ride. So it's like... I don't know. And after that sweep, that no one—they got violent. It wasn't even like it was like four tight games. They packed them up without home. But they lost with home court, right? (laughs) You lost the first two at the crib to a team that's not even making the postseason this year. Unacceptable. McCollum is hurt. Nurkic snapped his leg. Now done, done for the season. He's done. They're going home. (laughs) But it's not a bad thing because we know you're good. We just know you're in a situation where you probably are never going to win. Mm. That's, that's just what it is. I know. That is true. I mean, he
0: he's in a tough spot, too. He's got to make some decisions. If he was well. in a
1: bigger city and he was a little bit louder about winning games, mm. it'd be more pressure. But because he's kind of humble and he's in Portland, mm-hmm. all right, you can and lose. And he's a loyal guy, whatever. Right. Like, is, is the media going to reverberate when he loses? No. It's going to be a highlight package. They're going to talk about what Portland needs to do to get better. they that under the rug quickly. Yeah, they move on. It doesn't yeah. matter. Very
0: quickly. Def- interesting, man. Um, Blake Griffin. Another interesting guy. Um, For me, his pressure levels at a four for me personally. Blake Griffin, okay. he giving you 24, 75 career numbers from Blake Griffin this year. I need him to step up in a postseason, and I need him to invoke some fear Uh, into his first round matchup because they're going to probably play the Raptors probably in the first round. And that's a team that it's possible, not that they can beat them, but they can scare them a little bit. I feel like maybe maybe go to sixth game with him and Big Drummond over there. But in order for that to happen, Blake has to go nuclear in a series like that. And he can't be stopped basically in that series. But can he do that in the postseason? Because he has right now, he's having some knee issues right now um, going into the postseason. So, I got to see Blake really show me and step up that you can be a number one option on a playoff team.
1: Um, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that to a degree. I'm going to go f- 3.8. Mm. <laughs> Only because we know he's going to lose, mm. you know. It's, it's But it's like you got it, these these players, man, they get positioned. There's a lot of them right there, right? right? They got positioned to be really good or great or Faces of the league If you will My man jumped over a car he was, on, he was on one of the most Entertaining teams In league history Prior to Golden State Like Lob City was Muncie You know Blake At some point You gotta have a moment you Gotta show me something You've never had a moment When the Clippers were winning In the playoffs It was Chris Paul Taking y'all home It I don't know, man. I think mm-hmm. at some point, Blake might just be an also-ran. He's still going to be like fodder. Like, I right, he was there. He had a good run, and now done. All the talent in the world. You see how he's expanded his game. this year so He's shooting the three off the dribble. He's getting to the lane. He's becoming a playmaker. But to my point about Westbrook, are all of these things conducive to winning? Mm-hmm. You expanding your game, but you, like no aspect, like with Kate, like put it this way when Garnett started shooting threes, we we were like mind blown because his, his mid range and post game was so dynamic mm. that he had the audacity to add a three point shot. Mm -hmm. Nothing about Blake Griffin's game Besides his athleticism Was dynamic Why not focus on your midi more Why not focus on Because he's a big dude He might not be tall Mm -hmm. But he's very stocky very stocky Where's your post Become become unstoppable In the post And in the mid range Then step out Instead of just adding And adding For some reason He still gets muscled For some reason
0: Even though he's so stocky He still Like he gets a lot of pushback When he's in the post Cause he doesn't
1: he he plays for flops he doesn't play for physicality yeah, yeah that's he's, true. he's a fake tough guy you've that's seen true. it yourself a lot of times you got those little stare downs and it, it's Great not example. really about anything you know Draymond ate his dinner so many times right Zach just, Randolph ate his dinner so many times I just don't think Blake Blake Griffin might be a third option I don't even know if he's a two right now because mm. it's like if you if you need put it put it this way if Blake Griffin needs a point guard. To be good, that means he's point guard dependent, which now means that this they, they needs to be someone else on the floor who's really good who can get his own shot. He does, yeah. you know. Okay. Sorry, Blake, That's, it's no slander. It's just I, I, I feel you. You gotta have, you gotta be honest. You man. can't just be like have a bunch of skills but you haven't mastered any one of them. That's the thing. He's a jack of all trades kind of right now. Right? Yeah. Ooh,
0: Blake, I'm actually watching Detroit closely because I actually want to see them have a solid series. Yeah, and I want to see him ball out. You
1: got a vested interest in Blake. I get it. Yeah, but I've I been through him to the Wolves. But a long Blake, time is, ago. he might be a compiler too. Like that's my that's the way I'm in 2019. Be, There's a lot of compilers out here. <laughs> I
0: like that actually. I like that. There's a lot of them. It makes a lot of sense for a few too. Um, last but not least, man, Nikola Jokic. Mm. I'm gonna go. Last but not least, the Denver is having a very. Very good miracle season right now. Right, um, averaging twenty ten and seven as a big man, phenomenal numbers. He he is in the top three, top four, whatever of MVP voting this yep. year. Nuggets are second in the league. Um, but to be honest, I'm really not expecting much from Nikola Jokic. I'm uh, I'm really not. To me, I feel like he has to. His thing can go two ways. If they get into the playoffs, and then he kind of fades a little bit. Right. I don't feel like he's going to receive too much slander because then they're going to say, well, they were just happy to be here anyway. Right. And I feel like if he do, goes in and he does ball out, and, and the Nuggets go out and let's say, the second round against the Rockets if they're playing a 2-3 matchup. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's going to get any slander or no. anything like that at all because they once again happy to be here, could be. So to me, his pressure level is like at a 1%. Okay. 1.5 for Jokic, but I still gotta see him show me something to validate right. this good regular
1: season that he's had thus far. I'm I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna I'm gonna go three. Mm. Um, only because b- before this, I'm I'm not gonna say Cinderella season, but this breakthrough season because they almost they missed the playoffs in the last day, mm-hmm. last season, and a lot of people who are in the league or around the league had them as what they are this year, mm-hmm. coming into the season. He he's been positioned as another one of these highlight bigs like yes. you know ESPN highlight package bigs leading sports center bigs etc triple doubles fancy passes can step out shoot the three can defend can score in the post so because he's new to the party and the western conference playoffs is a bloodbath i don't i'm not going to put him at a 5 but because of where denver is he's still a 2 seed in the west mm-hmm. so this so we just can't just give you a pass Yes. You're 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 arguably the best player on that team. Although I feel like the the Nuggets will go as far as the Wings take them. Mm. You know they got a deep team too. I think Harris and and Murray are more important to postseason success mm. than than Jokic. That's just my opinion. No, yeah, I I you agree with you on that one. I, but if you're the guy, you're the brand name on this team. It's gonna fall on you somehow, somewhere, whether how big or how small it is. So I say three, because let's say now it kind of like half and be like three point five. Mm-hmm. You know, upward trend. If they go out in the second round and and they get beat up by Houston, all right, maybe I have them at three again next year. Mm-hmm. But if they get to the conference finals and they and it's a dog fight with Golden State, then hell yeah, it's gonna go to like four or five. Yes. But to me, it can't be lower than three because twenty ten and what seven or whatever the numbers are. Twenty ten is seven. Those are nuts. Numbers you can scoff at You can't scoff at it And he can't fall short of that And maybe the assists can go down But the rebounds and the points Have to be there in the postseason And you have to be held accountable So three You know You know what I'm crazy I, I mean
0: uh, I won't be surprised If The Nuggets actually lose in the first round I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna well, lie That's the West The West has I, a- had, I had them as a pretender mm-hmm. I mean it has a Pretender My contender a pre, a Pretender episode I mean if they play a team like San Antonio with Greg Popovich, who can actually cook up a game plan for these boys who have never been in a postseason, or even low key, the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. The way they play the game, I feel like they can really turn the game very physical for the Denver Nuggets, which might be a problem for them and for Jokic, because Montrez, even though he's
1: shorter than him, Mm -hmm. he can body him up. Oh, hands down. And that's another thing. Like, Jokic is not like, he's not like, he's not like, uh, a physical dude Like mm. you look at his body mm. He might be like Wiry strong But I don't I, I don't think he's imposing His height and his body On mm. anybody uh, And a goon Like a Montrez Might be Might might get under his skin You know Or even like Let's say if Aldridge Against the Spurs Has a great series That, that could flip the series mm-hmm. Like Denver I believe Uh they're home court base. Like, if they lose home court in any series, they're finished. Oh, yes. If they could get those first two games at the crib, I like their chances. Okay. They, I don't trust them to go on the road and get a game in a must-win game three or game four. I have no faith. Yeah.
0: Okay, that I couldn't agree. That was a very valid point that you made. That's very true. They definitely need that home court right. as, as 100%. But you never know a, a, a team like San Antonio They can win on the road That's the problem they, yeah. San Antonio definitely Because <laughs> definitely they're not go going To win. San Antonio And getting a game yeah, Exactly Exactly 100% So it's going to be interesting To fall with the Denver Nuggets man. Mm-hmm. Jokic I do got to see A little something from him Not going to lie yeah. Definitely do We going to see And um, that was time For the crossover segment Not a game Not a game Not a game mm. We talking about practice. Got some interesting ones For you to hear tonight brother I okay. kept it point guard heavy all right tonight I'm here for it um first up you're taking a prime J Will white chocolate or a prime Rajon Rondo building a team let me Hmm. give you the career stats J Will 10 points per game two rebounds six assists one steal 39 percent from the floor one time champ Rajon Rondo 10 points per game also four rebounds eight assists one steal 46 percent from the floor one time champ, four-time all-star, two-time all defense, three-time assist champ. You got both of these boys on the table. You building a team. You got Jay Will, or
1: you taking Rayjon Rondo, brother. Uh, this is difficult. Mmm. You know what it is? It, sometimes you, you give me players where like I didn't get to see the front end of their career. I got to mm. see the back end. Like with these, both of these players, I got to see the whole package. You mm. know, pause. So it's like, I. <sighs> Jay Will is so good because as much as people remember like the 0-2, the 0-3, the 0-4 Kings, the precursor, the prelude yes. to that team was the J. Will point guard team. Mm-hmm. And then they made the change to Bibby. Uh, Rondo the same, but I felt as though, and this is an unpopular opinion because a lot of people like Rondo, but as the Celtics, and you witness witnessed his first hand being a Ray Allen guy, as his role increased with the Celtics, mm-hmm. the less of a title contender were the Celtics yes. When they won the title People say he's a champion But yeah he was a big player On that championship team He was there You know But it could have been you Playing point guard He playing was considered the weak link Quote unquote, yeah. At that time and, You know I felt like San Cassell got a lot more clout For that Being on that team I, th- I felt like Eddie House Got more clout yes. Being on that team yeah. than Raja and Rondo. And, that, and everywhere Rondo has gone with a large role, it's been moderate to minimal success. Sands, maybe New Orleans, mm-hmm. where he had the, the most success playoff outside playoff. of outside of Boston. But it's like, these are two flawed point guards. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, mm. This is tough. Sound like you thinking on this one. I'm going to go with, with Jay Will because oh. I I, re- I remember that Miami <laughs> Heat team and how important he was to that team. on the lowest of keys. Very important to that team. Very. When he honed his game and he still gave you that little, that little sauce from time to time. Mm-hmm. But he figured the league out and he was an integral part of a championship team. Not just a guy who just happened to be there with the Beatles. Yes. I love how you think, man. 100%. I'm
0: going with J-Will also. I had to think for a second, but not too long because I'm one of the biggest... I actually like White Chocolate, man. I Mm -hmm. I, I, I love love his game as a whole and I think he's one of the most underrated passes, I feel like, in all time. And I I don't feel like he gets the credit he deserves when it comes to passing or playmaking as a point guard because his shot selection was a little crazy. You know, he used to miss a lot and... His three-pointing could have been a little better, but as his career went on, it got a lot better, especially because he was on those My, Miami Heat teams. And, um, boy, the way he could pass the ball. It's amazing. I, I mean, I know we don't like to talk about highlight real plays and all that stuff, but the mm. passes that he was doing was ridiculous with C-Web, with Divac, young hedu Turgaloo over there, Peja and those boys. He's
1: the reason people still remember those Kings teams. Those yes. Kings came up because of J-Will, C-Web, and Divac. You know, And in the sense, to be said, too, we take it a step further, defenses have to account more for him on the floor than Rondo. You know? Oh, 100%. You know, again, yes. like in in the, in the 2010 finals, I laughed at how Kobe would defend him by the free throw line. you oh, know he's he's he to disrespect of the Rondo a lot. <laughs> a <laughs> Crazy. lot, a lot. right? You couldn't right. do that to White Chuck because he'll pull. He'll yeah. pull from 30. Man, I loved his confidence shooting the right. ball, too. Right. Early
0: on, Rajon Rondo was struggling with his confidence to shoot that ball. Now, he got all his mouth now, but...
1: Late early on in it. He shoots in, a set in, shot from three. He has like wild hands. He can't really shoot a jump shot. Like Jay and, Will was getting up there, and, jumping high as hell, pulling threes. And I don't know why as hell during
0: your, this season with your leg, because during those last couple of games, he shot like 12 threes in like three games. <laughs> 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 oh I don't know what was going on there, but I just had to bring that up.
1: Oh. Yo, this
0: is the worst <laughs> season ever.
1: <laughs> You hear me? I've been through some bad years recently, but this is the worst season ever. Oh man. I've never been more depressed by Laker basketball. I need a depression season for them Lakers. Man. Dog, don't ask me to come on. <laughs> Get Fred to do that. <laughs> oh, man. This is crazy, man. I'm going to probably like, yo, look, I need, the, I need the season to be over. I just want Free Agency to come and just do this again.
0: Refresh. Like, new
1: start. Son, new start. Like, I'm like, it really, this hurts, son. <laughs> I could say that above the river. I don't care. Yes. This one hurts. I
0: feel the pain. I ain't going to lie. I feel the pain, man. Whew. Um. So moving on. Yeah. Are you taking a prime Derrick Rose, Mm. D-Rose, or a prime Gary Payton, the glove, GP. Both of these boys on the table. Derrick Rose, career stats, 18 points per game, three rebounds, five assists, 45% from the floor, one-time champ, three-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA first team rookie of the year. Gary Payton, 16 points per game, three rebounds, six assists, one steal, 46% from the floor, one-time champ, nine-time All-Star, Two-time All NBA First Team defensive player of the year, nine-time All Defensive First Team.
1: I don't gotta think about that. We going with the glove. Mm.
0: I've been a glove guy my
1: whole life. Oh. Like I love Gary Payton. Okay, and I believe that in this particular era of NBA basketball, he'd have been one of those high stats, high output point guards. Just the way that the, the the way he played back then. Imagine if they unleashed him. He'd have been doing, like, 27, 10, and, like, 7 or something along those he lines. was doing 25 and, 25 and 9, 25 and 10 you right. few years. Right, G- To me, like, Derrick Rose, is, 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 put it this way. His MVP season was immaculate. His athleticism was immaculate. But Peyton was a better point guard. He's a better floor general. He's a better defender, you know? Defensive player of the year. I don't I don't, I don't. got nothing else to say. GP. Mm, I agree with you. I hear you,
0: but... Okay. I got to go D-Rose on what? this so my brother.
1: I'm not going to lie. i <laughs> d
0: Prime D-Rose, meaning okay. that one MVP year. Yeah. Hayton, GP, the glove, was one of the best defenders. Probably one or two best defensive guard ever, right, probably. Right, you get right, what right, I'm right. saying? So nothing to scoff. I got to the finals mm-hmm. as the primary player on the team. I, what was that? 93, 96. 96. Him 96. and Sean Kemp. Him and Sean Kemp. But um, that the 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 problem not the problem the thing why I liked D Rose a little bit better was just the excitement factor. Oh, and, yeah. that he gives you, and I feel like that he was more of a dynamic player in yeah. that one year. Listen,
1: that dunk on Dragic is still like one of my favorite moments ever. Like, fin- it's rare that you see dudes cock back and throw it on somebody. Usually, just go straight up. Point guard of Good everyone, God. and it was on his head.
0: So I agree with you here, with GP being a better defender, better playmaker. But I feel like if I got D Rose as my starting point, I could really build something nice with D Rose as my starting point because his he can actually captivate an offense on his own. Well, he was actually carrying out offense on his own those years because they didn't have a bunch of offensive scores. But shout out to those boys! Shout out to (laughs) killing knees out here. Um. But I got to go with De- Derek Roseman, but very slightly, brother. Because I was I was thinking about this, and then I was going back and forth on this. But I got to go D. Rose, because that MVP season was special, man. Yeah, it's
1: fair. It
0: was special. I got to go there. But that was a tough one. A tough one, man. Hey, not for me. Not GP. for you. <laughs> I hear you. I ain't mad at that. Um, Yo, before we get on
1: out of here, man... Mm-hmm.
0: Duke real quick Losing to Michigan State bro. Well I did one bracket And
1: in that one bracket I had State winning that game You did? I most certainly did Oh well then You gotta get love for that I definitely didn't Have him in that game I have not been Buying Duke all year I just don't see How a team can win A championship And can't shoot There's not enough shooting like, oh, there was not enough shooting. People on that team. killing RJ Barrett, but RJ Barrett was supposed to be the guy. And then Zion signed last. It was not supposed to be Zion and Barrett. Mm. It was supposed to be Reddish and Barrett. And Reddish was supposed to be a floor spacer. And Barrett was supposed to cook. You know? I do need to see him work on on his perimeter game a
0: little bit better, RJ. I do need to see him work on that. And he's got to go to his right a little bit more. I do need to see him work on that.
1: And if you're going to get physical, I, I like the Michigan State matchup because to me, like... No matter how bad Or good an Izzo team is They're built for the tournament Because they're gonna rebound They're gonna They're gonna control pace There were big boys in the past Yes They're gonna maximize Every possession They're gonna have a point guard Mm -hmm. You know They have things that you need To win at the college level Mm -hmm. And the thing is Zion can't bully I'm not gonna say They had grown men there but they had big bodies. Oh yeah, they could take some of those blows exactly. that Zion was giving to Look, them. Look, and the, the game against I think it was VCU or something like that with mm. the taco fall. Mm-hmm. That was that really was the blueprint. Get physical. Be around the paint because he can't really shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, he still gave you like 26 and 14. He gets, I don't, he gets the weirdest 26s and 27s because it's like those little layups dunks those like and dunks and putbacks. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm like, you know, I'm sorry to you, Duke fans. The jury's out for Zion because I got to mm-hmm. see that at the league. You're not going to get that in the league like that. Mm-hmm. As much as they've diluted defense, you're still not going to get that in the league from a 6'6 300 pound. Wing yeah, player yeah.
0: I said I said before I was saying on Twitter Whoever, Whatever team he gets drafted to It has to have a solid Distributing yes. point guard In order for Zion To be who He should be Or mm-hmm. who he's projected to be I guess or whatever He's gotta have A distributing point guard In, all, in order
1: to give him right. Easy shots like, Zion to me Is like small ball Shaq
0: but, but how
1: But how you gonna Unlock it in the league Is the question it has to be unlocked. Right. O-
0: only uh, a point guard with a high IQ, I feel like, yeah. can unlock the best Zion, I feel like. Right. So, man, it's going to be interesting. You got to come on for that draft special. Like, yeah, I'm here. Too, you man. already know. That, I'm back that.
1: in the lottery. Might as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man.
0: Depressing season, oh, man.
1: Oh, man.
0: Jar, brother, appreciate you once again for joining me. No on doubt. Another uh Compilation.
1: You can't do this without me. Like that. Like they, put it's, up a shut up. I need to be here. That's to be. it. This is
0: volume four. You know we got to do another one again. Will we'll be com- back post-season. The, the compilation continues. Hell yeah! <laughs> Get out your feelings, y'all. Get that's out it. your feelings, please, man. Um. So yeah, family. So that's above the rim episode eighty nine, and we out. Uh,